Heya! 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 That's about as annoying as the ooh bird. <laughs> Heya! You're listening to Longkang Kitties. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Longkang Kitties. This is John Wang. For the second time in the whole history of mankind, I am the most handsome non-terrorist man ever on the face of the planet. And today we are joined by Jerry. Have you recce any potential sites yet, Jerry? Have you scouted out some places where you could snipe people with your pinball gun? Uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately no, because I don't think I have such a bright future anymore. And Jerry, I'm sorry. I, I don't think... Oh my god. Then more. Yes, sir. Have you also scouted some female toilets where you can perform <laughs> your lewd actions against them? <laughs> because you have the bright future with L1, R5, point. <laughs> John, let me turn the tables back on you. Let me turn the mirror back on you. Okay, so uh, our dear listeners, uh, my friend John confided in me uh, a thing just now and he said specifically not to bring it up on the podcast but I'm just going to do so, so because you know, you know instantly this is bullshit but okay please continue <laughs> then so apparently John has a has a piercing on his taint oh do you know God. about this? what? isn't that called a douche? you're talking about a douche right? I think it's a douche yeah it's the it's, you're talking about between the balls and the asshole and the right? asshole correct correct yeah correct. that's the douche right? correct correct uh, apparently, it is a piercing of a pair of purple barbells. So I just want you to take off your pants and sh- and, and and show us. Why the hell do I have purple barbells? Because I'm the pur- <laughs> member of the purple parade. Is it? <laughs> I'm the strong man of the purple parade. <laughs> John, why do you have a piercing on your taint? Please tell us what led to such a life decision. So long time ago, right? Yes, I was. I actually ran away to join the circus. <laughs> and I was actually part of the circus freaks, the, the crew, you know. So because of my incredible strength, right, because of how manly I am and the incredible amount of tos- testosterone flowing through my body, I could actually lift up. I have so- such crazy strength, right? They say, they, they give me a nickname. They call me retard strength. They're just like, <laughs> retard strength, retard strength, just nonstop. All, all they do is retard strength, retard strength. And then, uh, <laughs> in 20, 2018, this is long, Went to Purple Parade when I was there. Yes, yes, and yes. And then uh, he he was like, you know, we we shouldn't call you retard strength. Uh. That's not not nice, lah. You know, bro. What what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Can we give you a name? Let's call him John. Um. So from then on, right, I was I was known as John Wang. Oh my god, Lee Sin Long is part of your life changing arc, your yeah. story arc. Then Fuck. after that, right, because I was so inspired by by him giving me a a name that I can use now, mm-hmm. and me being so handsome and so strong, I decided to. To, to, to not only commemorate the moment with a piercing, but also because I'm so strong, put an actual dumbbell between my, be, between my balls and my <laughs> asshole, so I have a perpetual training machine. But it's a, it's a non-stop squat machine, ah, basically. So every time I, I bend down a while, it's a squat machine, you know, train those leg muscle, thigh muscle, you know, my gluteus, my lower back, everything is a compound exercise, everything, you know, to, to further increase my retard strength. So, okay. yeah. Then what does it satisfy you now? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's the best episode ever where John talks about his uh his uh, taint piercing and his my, flapjack titties. Yeah, and my, my personal history, uh my personal now all of y'all know my backstory. I never knew you, you and Lee Sen Long go way back. Way man. back Holy since fuck. 2018, yeah. 
gave me a high five after he put up the sign. Retard strength. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, back to serious business, guys. Okay. None of this retard strength nonsense, huh? None of your last warning, huh? I tell you, huh? Okay. So, we have another motherfucker arrested. Oh my god. What is the world coming to? Jerry! Explain! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. So, it's know. great. Uh, the Singapore Pre-Crimes Unit is doing their job. Yeah. They is it are, is are. it your niece Josephine Teo the the baby <laughs> what, what? <laughs> the lady at the pre the the most important component of the pre crime unit you know the the three people the three people sunk uh sunken in water yeah floating yeah, in glue. Glue. floating yeah. in the in fluids Remo- remember only the girl is important only the girl is important right <laughs> is it your niece Josephine Teo maybe I don't know <laughs> man you really should check up on her man yeah so again again how did he get caught this is the perpetual mystery I I mean from the article that. That I read, I wrote. Uh, read. Um, he was probably caught in camp. He was a serving national service man. Yeah, and I think okay. No, so, that's where he was caught, not how he was caught. But then there was some. There's some reports that says that he his NS NS um bunkmates or whatever mm-hmm. also overheard him say something. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I'll read the article now. Just in, um, yeah, because the the report was actually made by Mindef to ISD. Oh, so here we go. Twenty-year-old detained under ISA Internal Security Act after planning to attack Jews at a Waterloo Street synagogue. Amiru Ali, a self-radicalized Singaporean who also also intended to travel to Gaza to join the Hamas military wing fight against Israel. Jesus, this guy is hardcore. We had the guy, right? Remember who went to. Who also went to some of the war torn countries yes. or what to go and yes. uh, join ISIS? Yeah, right, this motherfucker joined ISIS. Yeah. Okay, Singapore, a full time national serviceman NSF was arrested for planning to carry out a knife attack against Jews at the synagogue at Waterloo Street and was subsequently detained under the Internal Security Act. Singaporean Amiru Ali, 20, had also made plans to travel to Gaza, Palestine to join the military wing of Hamas in his fight against Israel. Uh, Amiru was self-radicalized with a deep hatred for Israel after being convinced that Palestine was being oppressed in the Israel-Palestine conflict. He was arrested on February 5th while he was an NSF with the Singapore Armed Forces. A, deten- a detention order under the ISA was issued to him against him on March 5th. This is the second reported case this year involving a young person held under the ISA. In January, it was revealed the 16-year-old student had been detained for planning an attack on two mosques in Woodland. So we covered that story. Amiru posed an imminent security threat to Singapore. He had planned to attack the synagogue on Saturday after the Jewish congregation prayers with a goal to kill three Jewish men. Wow, this guy is... He wants to one person take... He wants a KD ratio of threes to one at least. Yeah. He, he, he planned to die, lah, I think. So he had targeted the males on the assumption they would have served national service in Israel and hence carry out alleged atrocities against the Palestinians. So this guy also also a pre-crime unit all on his own, right? <laughs> Apparently able to know like instantly. I I mean whether or not these motherfuckers were like drivers or medics or what we don't know lah. But you know clearly atrocities have been committed, just like Louis Ng last episode. After deciding. How uh, to use a knife for the attack? Amiru downloaded an image of the human vascular system to study how he can inflict a quick death from massive bleeding. Like that confirmed not medic. 
Medic would have known already. Okay, just let me get this straight. No, uh. no, I mean the, the, the Jewish men themselves. If I want to oh, increase... Oh, he's not Medic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, if yeah. I want to increase my melee damage, all I need to do is download a blurry JPEG <laughs> of the human <laughs> vascular system, and then I will know that, oh, okay, cut here, cut there, cut here, cut there, then my damage will increase. Yeah, but unlike you, right, he <laughs> had made a replica knife to practice stabbing motions and grip techniques at home. Something that you clearly didn't do that long. I, I after grip- after losing your fight to NG. Okay? There's, only, <laughs> there's only one thing that I grip and fling around, that's between my pants. <laughs> is it my is it my barbell piercing? <laughs> <laughs> is that the only thing you grip and fling around? Okay, so between August and early October 2019, he made at least two reconnaissance trips to the synagogue and identified a spot to ambush his victim as they exit the place of worship. Okay. Amiru eventually shelved his attack plans as he was concerned about not dying as a martyr if he was arrested yes. and sentenced to death. Yes, yes. So yeah, he yes. wanted the 3 to 1 KD ratio, but he was worried about 3 to 0 KD ratio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's another part about the report, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, where he was hesitant because he was afraid that he would not go to heaven if he died in Singapore. In fact, he believed that you can only go to heaven if you die on the, the fields in Gaza. So he was actually talking with a foreign contact. Uh, I don't know why in the article there, there are these uh, open inverted commas, uh, foreign contact. What if the foreign contact was not a foreign contact by an ISD agent masquerading <laughs> as a foreign possible, contact? Possible. FBI okay, does yeah, actually what you say, what you say is correct. In October 2019, Amiru had second thoughts about his attack plan after he was concerned about not attaining martyrdom should he be arrested and sentenced to death. In his mind, martyrdom could only be achieved by fighting in an actual battlefield in Gaza. Holy shit. I mean, this guy is half-viking, right? I don't know. <laughs> he's hardcore, man. Yeah, like you he, must die with a rifle in your hands, yeah. with a Kalashnikov in your hands, you know. Otherwise, the Valkyrie won't come down <laughs> yeah, and like, pick you up. <laughs> I mean, well, I, did he get the religions mixed up? I don't know. Uh. So nevertheless, uh, Amiru revisited his plan in December last year when he became enriched by an online video of the killing of an unarmed and autistic Palestinian man by the Israeli forces. Okay, so he's got a strong sense of justice. Let's give him that. He considered mounting the attack on Christmas Day and planned to wear a black ski mask instead of a white... Kefir? I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's like Kefir. Okay. ISD said in his investigation so far indicate that Amiru had acted alone with no sign of him trying to influence anyone else with his radical outlook or involve anyone in his attack plans. His immediate family and others in social circle were not aware of his attack plans. Okay, okay. Okay, but somehow his bunkmates knew, but his family didn't. I mean, we don't know whether is it his bunkmates that auto him or what lah. Mm. But okay, conspicuously missing from all of this article, right? Where's the right-wing extremism? Where is it, guys? I mean, the, there's no right-wing extremism in this, man. What, what, the, the keyword is not being dropped, right? Actually, I'm more salty about it because my prediction is wrong. Right? Rather than the, rather than them not actually using it because it's accurate or what. I don't know whether it's accurate, right? but I'm very salty. Once again, this, this, all this nonsense I predicted all didn't come true. Motherfucker. <laughs> you have retard strength, but you have lousy brain. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm retarded Dan Wong motherfucker what are you talking about <laughs> you, you are no that's why you're part of the purple parade <laughs> it all makes sense now that's uh, why I can beat all of you deaf okay yeah. is it very rude if I say this gentleman is not very bright wow that's the 
<laughs> I mean, that's what you're worried about, I guess. Yeah. Am yeah. I going to be cancelled? It's very I, rude. I would say uh, the positive, like you mentioned right. just now, is a right. strong sense of justice. Right, right. The other thing that I would say, this, this is very fucked up. Uh, we, we are giving, it is, it we're, is. We're telling people about to look at the positives of uh, two young terrorists. You know? Correct, correct, yeah, correct. And we should, we should. Because I watched the video too about yeah. the, you know, the Israeli sniper. It was a terrible video. Yeah, it was. And it I was. could understand why he, you know, he got all riled up yeah. about it. Uh. The second thing I would say is, you know, he actually did his... He really gave it a really good thing through. Okay. Like, hey, I'm going to use knife to stab people. I want to do more, the most damage I can. Correct. Right? Because if you if you are just going to go and stab someone in the abdomen, there mm. is, it's not going to do a lot of survival. damage. Yeah. yeah okay. you know, it's going to do a lot of damage. But mm. if you stab in the right places, there you're going to do a lot of damage. Okay. Very, he was, very what was the brand of knife he was using again, uh, Jerry? It was like a Smith and Wesson knife. Wesson Smith and Wesson. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I didn't know they make knives as well. Okay, but I want to posit this theory to you, gentlemen. Okay, mm. I want you guys to imagine the Padang field, right? Mm. And then around the Padang field, we put a chainsaw fence. Mm. Okay, a chainsaw. deadly. Yeah, it's just a fence with three thousand chainsaws okay. around. It means you fall into the fence, you will die. Okay? okay, and then inside, in the center of the Padang, we put these two gentlemen. One is Mister Amirul with his Smith and Wesson knife and his uh, ski mask and his his gear. Then in the other corner, we put the, the first gentleman that got caught, the guy with the the, the pimped up tactical vest and a uh, six inch kukri. Or oh, the sixteen year old. Yeah, so we got a sixteen year old and nineteen year old, one with higher value gear and one with like more plus attack melee damage, and then we then fight to the death. Who do you think will win? Okay, guys, come on, the bets come in now. Of course, the twenty year old win, nah. No, no, I think the sixteen year old win. The sixteen-year-old feels like he's got more conviction, you know. The sixteen-year-old will win because he because ISD will help him cheat because he has a bright future. <laughs> <laughs> we need the we need the sixteen, bro. You gotta take your old after your old level, right? Take the A level now. <laughs> oh the twenty-year-old, fuck this guy is gone. This guy, his future is down in the dumps. He's never coming back. Twenty-year-old still serving NS means only means just finish finish poly, right? This motherfucker cannot already. This guy is. This guy but, is gone case. But isn't... he? He's finishing up his NS, right? I have no idea. Anyway, honestly speaking, I think sometimes when you live in such a close environment with uh, your, your platoon mates or your bunk mates, right? It's, mm-hmm. it, your, your army friends actually get to know more about you than your parents ever will. Honestly speaking. Like, I mean, honestly speaking, honestly speaking, outside of your army friends, how many other people have you seen naked? <laughs> right? My wife. Right? I mean, don't oh, talk about your wife. There's a bunch of ladies as well, I mean, before my yeah, wife. Yeah, you know, don't talk about, you know, don't talk about uh, the, the, the gender you're attracted to. But, you know, how many other guys, like just regular guys that you have no, you have no sexual interest in, you okay. see them naked around you. Okay, Jerry, right? I, I do a lot of live drawing. I just want you to know that. Uh, besides that, la, <laughs> you know, like. You're making a lot of exceptions, like, besides this, besides that, then I. Okay, day to, I, day, to oh, day, day, you know? Okay, okay, day to I, I get your right? point, I get your point. Yeah. yeah, we are close to our army mates, right? So that's how yeah, I got to know Spencer. But see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure uh, that just being, just being, being in proximity while naked, uh, makes me closer to people. Uh. That's. That's kind of homosexual of you, Jerry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I mean, what I mean is, they know, people know more about each other in close proximity. We live together in close proximity for a long time. That's what I'm saying. Okay. He, he could have, he could have, during discussions, he could have said something out loud that, Correct. 
may have triggered some of his uh, bunk mates. Okay, let, me, uh, let me give you an example. Suspicion. Let me give you an example. Hey guys, hey, tonight what time you want to book out? Uh? I think we can we can book out early today. We go to the church. Go, I'm going to kill some Jews. Death to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. After that, uh, 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 twitch, twitch a bit then. Oh yeah, yeah. You know Chochukang lot one right? Oh, you know got fi- got got fish and chips. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Hamas forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I'm just trying to imagine this this this. Uh, how would you let slip that you no, Jerry? Let me be utterly clear to you. I tell you what I think happened. Right. right? He was not well liked among his platoon. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> just randomly. Yeah. I, eh, yeah. Like, hey, when you don't like somebody, you look go through their stuff to find dirt on them, right? No, I think just randomly accuse him of terrorism, and then they, <laughs> yeah, and maybe, then, maybe, and then they accidentally got it right. It's like a one in <laughs> one in like one billion chance. <laughs> then they were just like, "Oh my god, he is a terrorist!" What? Wait, holy what? shit! We have a terrorist in our bank. We've done the good thing, <laughs> J- Jerry. What What do you mean just now uh, when you said ethno state? What, what What do you mean by ethno state, Jerry? Isn't Israel an ethno state? Oh, Dan Wong, you're treading on dangerous territory, yo. <laughs> no, Jerry, Jerry used the word, not me. <laughs> I didn't use the word. The only other ethno state I know is Nazi Germany. Oh, okay, anyway. Let's not, let's not go there, like guys. Yeah, let's not go there. We are not the, we are not well equipped. We're not, not, we're not low I'm very mean for like, <laughs> for like ragging on these two poor gentlemen who got, you know, who will, you know, are we very mean for yeah, ragging we, on that, them? Yeah, that, that is like top of my priority. I'm just being mean to two fucking wannabe terrorists. Okay, okay, okay. So if you don't mind, right, is it okay if we come up with like gladiator names for them? I was thinking of like... Isn't that even more mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I want to... I want to set the ground first. I want to establish whether you think being mean is okay. If it's okay, then we can proceed to go on with the gladiator name segment of this podcast. I, I think you can still proceed. Okay. Regardless. Okay, so my bet is... uh. Black Stabbeth. Black Scrape. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Black Stabbeth versus Blitzkrieg. Who will win? Can I? Can I? I think not bad, wow. not bad. Not bad, not bad. What about the 16-year-old guy? Oh, I know what to call him. Shining Star. Because it's a bright future. Aish. <laughs> <laughs> Morning Star. Shining Star. Okay, okay, this this podcast got 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 very dark. <laughs> fucking Dan Wong, you see how you? <laughs> yeah, maybe we cross the line. Okay, better, you better cut this part out. <laughs> oh man, no, no, no! no. I love, I love my briskly yeah. idea. That just—if <laughs> 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 there's any Polish Jews listening to this episode, I'm, I'm deeply so apologetic. Please don't, please don't cancel me and, uh, for being anti-Semitic. Okay, anyway, uh, got anything else we want to add about the twenty-year? Blitzkrieg. <laughs> um, actually, one of the questions I have is how how fucking fast do they actually verify these things, and how how fast are they? I'm actually very curious. Like you know, I mean, I'm not gonna test the ISA or the ISD's uh, you know speed, but I'm just curious how they verify and how fast they act on upon information. Like Jerry, this. the only way you can find out is by doing it yourself. Like I dare you to go back home. Right now and Google, like you know, how to make a bomb. Yeah, yeah. Don't even use incognito mode. Just yeah, just <laughs> straight up. You know, turn off my VPN and just go. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready to log into your Google account, JerryTio at JerryTio.com. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Type it in all caps as well. So if I don't show up from the next episode on, you guys know what will happen. <laughs> how to make a bomb slash four chan or <laughs> <Wow>, instant. <laughs> 
Then your right wing terrorism thing will come true. Yeah. <laughs> right wing terrorists, how to make a bomb, how do I kill the president in Singapore.com? Enter. Let's how, try doing that. How, how do I find a gun? How do I egg Shamugam? Then join join all the all the forums. Join join uh, you know, I better say this. <laughs> Stormfront.org. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ISIL.com. Yeah. Oh man. Imagine you join ISIL and Stormfront. So you're <clears throat> not only are you fighting against the Western supremacy, you're also a white supremacist. Like, how do you write? <laughs> do you just bomb yourself? What the yeah, fuck? That's the thing also, like, you know, a lot of this self, self-taught, self self-taught, self-indoctrinated uh, people, right? They, they, their ideal are all over the place. And personally, I think, personally, uh, I think the, uh, these, these two, these two kids, right, just don't play enough video games, uh. It's not they uh, play too much, it's they don't play enough. We're gonna, okay, okay. Yeah. They play enough, right? Okay, okay, okay. If they play enough, right, they will be fully vested in their waifus and. Correct. They won't Correct. have time to think about this kind of Correct. thing. Correct. Jerry, right now, I'm, I'm gonna ask you, do, do you prefer it if you were a son and he ended up becoming A, mm. a terrorist that wanted to join ISIL? Mm. B, mm. like a fat weep with a waifu pillow mm. with, and his collection of like, uh, Suzumiya Haruhi action figures. Mm. A or B? Tell me now. Now. B. Okay. So I can kill myself. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of waifus, let's segue into the next <laughs> topic <laughs> with Tudong nurses. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. That's terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. So we have, terrible. A, we have a big fucking debate over the past few days. Masagos and Maliki debate Workers' Party Faisal Manap on Tudong issue. Avoid mm. situations where religious expression dominate and become divisive. In an exchange on the issue of allowing uniformed personnel to wear the Tudong, Minister in Prime Minister's office, Maliki Osman, said that the government takes the matter very, very seriously. Use very twice, bros. Okay? It's very serious. We have continued to engage union leaders, religious teachers, respected members of the community, and putting to them the concerns of the government, the other community leader, and as well as not just the Muslim community, says Maliki. This happened during the Committee of Supply debate for Muslim Affairs on March 8th. Decision on allowing nurses to wear tudong. In his Budget debate speech on Feb 24th, Workers' Party Member of Parliament Faisal Manap in Malay reiterated his call to allow the use of Tudong as part of the nurses' uniform. Guys, okay. what, the, what, what do we think about nurses in Tudongs? Then okay, what? Nothing wrong, law. Wear law. You want to wear, wear law. But I'm not the only person who thinks that, right? Jerry? I would, I would say yes, but the caveat would be. <gasps> They need to have uh, practical tudongs. Oh, okay, okay. Right, they need to have practical tudongs, and I think it is a uh, practical tudong is quite widely available now. You correct, know, you have a lot correct. of sports brands like Adidas and Nike. They have their own versions. Do I think in Canada don't they have they, they do, invented do have this, it as well? Yeah, this sterilized. Uh, this this the fabric is is like some yeah. sort of special material. So so if if my my personal take is I don't have a problem with it as long as it doesn't impede on the nurses doing their duty. Okay. But at the same time, when I, I read through some of what Masago said, I uh, have a understanding of why they want to say it that way. Lah, because if you allow 
a group to say, hey, we want this, other groups will come and knock on your door in the future. Oh, yeah. I hate this slippery slope argument, Jerry. I, I mean, I'm not saying that you believe in it. I'm just saying that, you know, they, I know they believe in it. I don't like it. it but it's, it's, a, it's a practical reason, right? It's because, you know, when you have groups that all have their own interests, and if you allow one group to do something, another group will come and say, hey, what about us? You're, you're giving leverage away. That's what you do. That's, that's what happens in business as well, right? Are you making me agree with you and say yes so that I'll be more susceptible to your arguments? Because no, no. I mean, I mean this, this is just like, I can understand the argument that, that our minister is making. Uh, but at the same okay, time, okay, okay. I also feel that if they really want to and the, the headdress is not interfering with their duties, okay. uh, then there is no reason to, to say no. Law. Okay, okay. Yeah. Was there a point you were trying to get to, John, by yeah. asking us to say our views? Um, I think... We shouldn't allow tudongs. Uh, but we also shouldn't allow uniforms in general. Uh. I think nurses should just work naked. Uh, comp- <laughs> they just don't wear anything. You uh. know what? My, my opinion is the exact opposite. Y'all, <laughs> everyone want, everyone want special things, right? All work in full PPE all the time. No, full no, no. Mob suit. No, no. Everybody just go in naked. We are all a- amorphous, blobless mess anyway, and sex is not a real thing. Sex and gender is not real. It's just, it's just the, it's just a word made up by our Western colonizers to divide and conquer us, okay? okay There's so no such thing as male and female. So that's going to be kind of gross because I know so many nurses. Also, my mom is a nurse. So this is very weird. I, I take you are crazy. No, 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 no. This is the solution of the future. You guys don't understand. <laughs> this is how we, this is how we become inclusive and non-discriminatory, okay? Just have nobody wear clothes. Just everybody just naked all the time. Let's start with the nurses because I really want to see naked nurses. <laughs> this is the best way to solve this tudong problem. One. There's going to be this Filipino auntie with her droopy tits, you know, and her scratch marks and then she's going to walk over to you and give you an injection and all you can stare at is like her droopy I'll purple pop, vein. I might just pop a boner and then... <laughs> you get turned on by... She get she, she take a look at my... She take a look at my purple piercings and just like... Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Then she squeezed my biceps like, oh, you strong man, huh? Strong man, huh? <laughs> oh my goodness. This podcast just devolved into, <laughs> into like gutter slime. Oh my goodness. Fucking madness. Uh... So how? Give in to the bigots or don't give in to the bigots? Okay, this fucking Tudong thing, right? This argument uh, existed from don't know God knows when. Uh, from since yeah. probably Singapore's independence. Yeah, yeah. From don't know true. when... They already started, like, it, it started in the schools. They wanted the, the Malay girls to be able to wear tudongs in that public school. That was some time ago. Yeah. yeah. Then after uh, the police women as well, I think at some point in history. Now, of course, it's police women and nurses. Mm. So this thing has uh, actually gone on for a very long time already. Uh. Mm-hmm. Honestly speaking, I don't know what is the solution. The libertarian part of me is just like, you know what? If you want to wear a tudong, just wear mm. it. Why do I give a shit? But then there's another part of me that's just like, okay... They are trying to make it a religious thing, right? But here's the thing. Not every Malay woman wears tudong either. So the, there is a, com- there's a, there's a conflict here, right? Wherein you're trying to make this like, okay, um, we have this religious gear that we want to put on, but not every religious woman actually put it on. Yeah. So, of course, it kind of like falls back into the, if this is your choice, if this, this is the choice you want to make, then by all means go ahead and make it. That's, that's my point of view. It's, it's interesting also because when you say that, right, it reminds me of, not in Singapore, but in Malaysia, I've read comics about Malay women, Malay Muslim women who are not so religious, they don't want to wear the headgear and then they get shamed 
like I, I don't know if it happens in Singapore but in Malaysia they get shamed very heavily by family members and friends who are more religious and they're like you must be more outward with your with yeah, your so then it becomes show this, you know it becomes this very funny thing where you wear also cannot don't wear also cannot yeah. and then I firmly believe right first thing first is let's get something straight this is this is clearly not the purview of the government this is definitely not the purview of the government it it might just be an individual hospital policy instead rather than to say that you know like we have this blanket solution for everybody I think if let's say right if there's some hospitals that allow it and there's some hospitals that don't allow it then we, we, it can just be like some experiment that, that that goes across the country and then we can see Okay, at what point is is it acceptable and at what point is it not acceptable? That's fantastic. Right now on a piece of paper, I'm going to write down the names of all the hospitals. We will tear it up, put it into a hat, and then I'll run over to Parliament House and then we'll give it to Masai. I just and then said it shouldn't be a government... <laughs> it shouldn't be a government-decided problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the first thing you want to do is to run to Parliament... I will say this. I will say this. I, I think. I think many times uh, the arguments brought forward about for with regards to uh, the the Tudong issue in Singapore is they also bring in the issue of the Sikh headdress, right? The like Sikh men they wear the Tudong uh, the turban, but I would posit to say that the turban is a, a effective means to keeping the long hair in, mm-hmm. because if it's not strictly a headdress, it's just a practical. I mean they. I mean, yeah, la, it's a it's, practical. It's kind practical of and religious, both it, at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's both at the same time. Yeah, you know. So, like I say, lah. So the the thing is, of course, do we do we really want to have the government come in and tell us what we can wear? Like, what the fuck, right? Couldn't we just have a more or less individual or company based policy where they can say, okay, like we we are we want to do it like this or we don't want to do it like this? But of course, that will be a problem for public hospital, lah. I vote PPE all the I time. Vote full PPE. I vote. <laughs> I vote vape. I I vote birthday suit. Just non-stop nakedness. Yeah, I think I think all the medical workers will kill both of us. Ah. It's like fucking full PPE. You don't know how hot it is. Yeah, actually, I know how hot it is. I don't. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll take the medical workers. Uh, don't have retard strength. I can beat all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope that your purple piercing is like a bomb or something. And then one day, like, Lee Sien is like not happy with what you're saying on this podcast. And he presses a button in the office. And it goes, boom. <laughs> he, no, he doesn't have the button. He has a butler, right, that places the button, like, in a special place. Then he listens to the podcast and he just put his hand, he just put his head in his hand and it's like, oh, this, this dumb motherfucker. It's like, along, come, bring the button. Then I'm like, just like, I'm sorry, retard strength. But you must go. <laughs> I shall remove your name from you now. Then beep. Then boom. Then everybody just like, hey, who's John Wang? Who's John Wang? That's the power of the Prime Minister's office. <laughs> I, I just hope I don't die when the bomb goes off. <laughs> we, just, we just happen to be hugging each other. <laughs> no, we just happen to be grabbing and flicking it. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just... I... Does Lydia have anything to say? I, I imagine she has a lot to say about this, right? She did bring up the, bring it up in a conversation. Uh, I was playing Assassin's Creed, and as she was talking, I was pretending to be listening. Yeah, as as all as all men should. You're you're playing Assassin's Creed. There's a the assassin has a hood. Is that's a tudong? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 is it the Viking one? No, no, no! It's the one before that. It's the Greece one. Oh, okay. Odyssey! <laughs> Odyssey got hood. Don't have. Don't have right. The Viking also don't have hood. Yeah, yeah. So no two dunks for you, Lydia. 
Yeah, so people online are like, <laughs> hey, 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 uh, crucifix can or not? Then Sikh uh, policemen wear turban can or not? And uh, it's just this, this disgusting muck of but that's arguments. The, but that's the thing, right now, it's, it's, a, it's a non-stop, it's yeah. a non-stop uh, slippery slope. I mean, we don't like the slippery slope argument, mm. but it's there, right? It exists yeah, for a very good reason. And I'm not so sure, right, that, okay, personally, once again, right, have it all of them. Have wear the fucking turban, wear the crucifix, wear the what? What's the what's the um, what's the Jewish the small little cap called Hanukkah? Is, is it no no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Right, skull don't cap know. Right, the yeah. skull cap. Yeah, yeah. just put, just put them just put those on uh. But don't let the blitzkrieg so see you in the streets uh. <laughs> Don't get identified. Maybe that's a good reason for not wearing then. Both the 16-year-old cannot target the Muslims yeah. and oh the 20-year-old cannot target the Jews. Yeah. That's what the government is thinking of. They're thinking of our safety all this time. Holy okay, okay, shit. Okay. I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you what, what, um, what I think is going on in Masagos' head and then you tell me whether you think it's a valid thing or not. So what I think Masagos is trying to say is that there are so many people in Singapore out there with uh, prejudices. Like, oh, I don't want to... A, a Muslim nurse to serve me. I don't want a Christian nurse to serve me or whatever. And to avoid that problem, everybody don't wear any religious marker. So what he's doing is basically giving in to the bigots. That's what, how I see it. What do you guys think of that? No. Yeah. No. I, I feel personally, right, I mean, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this saying this, but if they allow the headdress, that is giving in to bigots. Uh, what? Well, that's a that's a funny that's a funny ass take. Okay. Yeah. Please please elaborate before you get lynched. And yeah. I, before uh, I get lynched, I'm, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna get lynched anyway. But honestly speaking, that's why I was explaining why why I understand what Masago is saying okay. because you know you allow one group to come in to say hey I need this, give it to me. You know other groups will come banging on the table. You uh, again you lose that leverage, you lose everything. Once you give something to one person, you have to give to everyone. Imagine you have five kids. One kid say, I want PlayStation. The second kid come to you. What are you going to do? Say, share. Okay. Third yes. kid comes to you. Yes. You know, share. Share. <laughs> right? No, all of them want their own. How I, can you say no? I, I, I see where your analogy is coming from. But if your job as the government is to cater to the needs of the most people as possible and, you know, Islam being one of the major religions in our country, like, why, why is that? Why is it wrong to... See, to, to, to me, I feel there's no problem. To me, I feel there's no problem. But I can, I can say for, for a fact that the way government thinks, they, have to, they cannot just simply think for, oh, this minority wants this, so we give it to them. Because if they do that, then what if one day it's not the minority come knocking here at all? Uh, you, know, you, you may not agree, but it's a possibility. Right? Uh, Anyway, to answer your question also, I don't think it's giving in to the biggest lah. First of all, the the point of all of this, right, is not because we're not being held hostage by like a bunch of biggest in Singapore or what. This thing has been going on for a very long time already. It's not necessarily a bigger thing. I agree with Jerry mostly saying that it is a, it is a leverage thing. Where you, you can please 80% of the people 20% of the time or you can please 20% of the people 80% of the time. But you can't have both. And at some point, right, you kind of need to draw a line and say, okay, we are not going to allow anything past this line. And mm. this line happens to be religious 
religious wear. Yeah. Religious headgear, religious wear, whatever. And and government has been pretty clear. Like they are very very clear on the the religion and the ethnic cohesion part of thing. And uh, once again, know, right? And, and once again, ah, uh, okay. Not every religious woman in Singapore wears the tudong. Mm, mm. So that 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 really just and in my mind, right, just throws a monkey wrench in the whole thing. And also, once again, right, as what Jerry said just now, women in Malaysia are being shamed for not wearing the tudong. So. Are they now being held hostage by the bigots in Malaysia's case or not? That long. If that's the if mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to view it that way, okay lah, by all means. But I don't see it that way lah. I personally, my my personal take on it is honestly speaking, if they really want to push for it and they get it, and they want to wear, as long as it doesn't interfere in their their duties, that's fine. But at the same time, I would say my my take on. Government, governing and religion is, as a person who is an atheist from 12 years old, I really don't like the government caving into this kind of small little things. Sorry, I, I, now I can't help but ask, so what were you before 12 years old? From 0 years old to 11 well, whatever, years old? Whatever my family was ah, okay, doing, okay, okay, okay. you know, it's at, at 12, I realized that this is all bullshit. <laughs> okay. I, a bit later than some people, but... Still, I, earlier, I still earlier than me uh. but when you were 12 it was also what was it like 1845 yeah <laughs> 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 alright let's move on to the next thing the government wants to control is your e-scooter and your e-bikes what the fuck hey, your favourite topic e-scooter and e-bike riders in Singapore must take theory tests from mid 2021 Senior Parliamentary Secretary for Transport Bae Yam King announced 5th March that e-scooter and electronic bicycle riders will soon have to take mandatory theory tests. He reasoned that these tests will ensure all riders of such motorized devices are aware of the existing rules and codes of conduct. The announcement comes one year after the government first accepted recommendation on e-scooter usage from the Active Mobility Advisory Panel. Oh my god, we even have such a panel. Who's paying them? Are they getting paid? Okay. The panel previously proposed e-scooter riders should be at least age 16 and pass a theory test before they are allowed. Those below 16 require adult supervision if they wish to ride. Imagine if you're like 15 year old and your mom needs to like run behind you. (laughs) Boy, 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 are you, are you sure? Like, I thought it's supervisation to like go to the test, not supervisation. Like, if they ride. wish to ride, they require adult supervision if they wish to ride. Interesting, interesting. Supervision just means like I can have a remote camera stuck to the bicycle and I don't have to be there, right? You can also use a butt plug, right? I mean, what? <laughs> Sorry. What? You can also use a, a, a blood plug with a GPS one. Why, why, why stop at, why stop at drones? Possible, possible. Uh, shit. <laughs> um, I'm just checking. Why you angry? I'm just checking. So far, the accident involving motorized personal devices on footpath have decreased by almost eighty percent because there was a ban. Yes. Yeah, I still see them though. They still like zip around. Of course. <laughs> I mean, you know how Singapore works, right? They ban something, they catch actively for the first month, 
Then after that, they're like, oh, okay, everyone knows already, right? Then uh, don't get caught. Uh. I, 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 feel like, I feel like there's this cool thing that's going on with these people. This is the loophole that I think they found. Uh. So if let's say I'm a, a Grab delivery rider, what I do is that I purchase a bike that is both an e-scooter and a, a manual cycling component. Oh, that one is allowed. That one is legal, but you have to ride it on the roads. That's just the dynamo thing, right? Yeah. You, yeah. The uh, assisted bike is allowed, but you have to ride it on the roads, so, not on the so, footpath. Oh, footpath cannot. Uh. Cannot. Huh. Yeah. No, I mean, I've seen them running on footpaths, but they switch to, as in, they like, turn off the motor and then they start yeah, yeah. pedaling yeah, when yeah, you're on the footpath. Yeah. So, so as long as you have a assisted bicycle that has pedal power and a little bit of motor assistance, mm. you are allowed to have it. Okay. Yeah. I swear, uh, Singapore is turning into Great Britain. At some point, uh, we're just gonna, there's just gonna be like a, like a, like a bobby, right? There's a bobby on the, on the streets. They're just like, oi, you there? You got a license for that bicycle, mate? <laughs> license you got a license they don't do it anymore they just like they just have like a hundred thousand CCTV cameras in London or something and then the guy is just like yes sir I, I have a license for this bicycle <laughs> then he takes out his license right and he says oi there it says here your license for carrying a license has expired <laughs> <laughs> do, they, do they say mate in, in London or do, yeah, do they yeah, say, yeah, oh yeah. okay it's not just an Australian thing is it where do you think the Australians got it from prison <laughs> <laughs> Jerry there goes our like one Australian listener nah that guy's fine he's like yeah nah it's all good bro they, they call each other cunt quite often uh, like, but in, like in a friendly way I've never caught anybody cunt in a friendly way ever before yeah, ever got, in my life a, if you go to Australia buy a thong you get a pair of slippers okay <laughs> my god Jerry so John how are you happy or not now got license means they, they, they got training you know means they won't knock down your, your, your mom <laughs> knock you down <laughs> my mom can't knock down eh yeah, that's what you're afraid of, right? You said last time, last time around. So, let me let me get this straight. Huh? Is the theory test, right? Suddenly going to be like, wow, every fucking PMD e-scooter motherfucker on the planet now is just going to be, hey, I'm so responsible. I am so good. I'm going <laughs> to ride in the speed limit. I mean, every every motorist, every driver out there has a license, right? I mean, a, apparent, a, this is apparently so, uh, but... Have the, have the accidents been decreasing? Have, have we like have zero accidents? Or are we just going to be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, this is extra, this is extra steps, right? To get us to a place where I don't see anything improving. Isn't it? Am I, am I completely out of my mind here? I, I would, I would say if you, if you require licenses for e-scooter and so on, and what about bicycles? All right. There are plenty of, Irresponsible cyclists out there. The, my my point from last time until now, right, is that there needs to be some special infrastructure that is for for all these non, not like those half vehicles. Let's, mm. let's just call it half vehicles, right? They, you are clearly not going as fast as a as, as a Toyota or Honda or whatever. But then you are clearly moving faster than the average sixty year old grandma. With the with the with the mass right, there's basically double the mass of a hu- of an adult human male. So, going at a speed of like 30, 40 kilometers an hour, 
you're gonna you're gonna splat every motherfucker in your path if you're not yeah. careful. So why don't we instead right develop special projects to say okay here here's the here's the path for you guys to go and do to go and write on or whatever. Then that kind of well it's not the best solution, but at least it's a it's a solution that we can all get behind and you know there there is the the the, the safety can be kind of like um relegated to just that segment, right? We just need to govern this segment. Rather than to say, you know, there's this thing that is a, basically a half chariot of death riding around, possibly murdering little ch- murdering little children, knocking over my mom, you know, and, and, and blaring their god-awful music at 3am in the morning. A, a fucking theory test is not going to solve that shit! You know what? You know what's funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's funny is I totally agree. <laughs> An image comes to mind. Imagine, if you will, like a burly Singaporean man. Right? This is a man who's about 30 years old, late late 20s, early 30s. He's got a paunch. He's actually quite big-sized, right? Sounds like you Talking about you. Fuck <laughs> off. Cherry, give me a fiber! Fuck off, guys. So our audience cannot see, but I'm like a slender... <laughs> I look like a slender cloud strife. That's what I look like. <laughs> Fuck off, you assholes. Anyway, this big burly man, right? Then he's sitting on this tiny e-scooter that's really low to the ground. So it looks like he's almost like he's squatting. And then squatting? This, yeah, squatting. Squatting? <laughs> you got a license for this squatting, mate! You guys know what I'm talking about, right? The, the e-scooters that they ride are very small. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. like they're riding child vehicles. And I, I've never seen anything more abhorrent in my life because it looks this, super uncool. This brand called DYO or something. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. They, they zip around. They are really low to the ground. And yeah. then the worst is that they, they pack their kid or their girlfriend on it. Yeah, yeah. Then, like, if, it, it just happened last night. I was, I was heading right, home. Right, 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 right. There was right, this right, guy right. with his girlfriend and the two of them are like hunched over this little tiny yeah. thing on two wheels. It's very ugly. Uh, wow. It, ugly is one thing. Uh, it's like two of us, like my wife and I was like, is it safe? Like, you know. It should be safe because they are low to the ground. Uh, yeah. uh, low center of gravity. They can make very tight turns. Toy? Toy. <laughs> toy. Nice and toy. You, you got a license for that toy tones, mate. <laughs> We're going to need a license for everything. We're going to need theory tests. We have have lost our one Australian listener and we have lost our one British listener. They're all gone now. It's fine. I don't care. (laughs) I don't give a shit about... Do you you have a license for leaving the podcast, mate? Um, They won't be here to appreciate that joke. They're gone. (laughs) (laughs) They've clicked dislike and they've written in the comments how much they dislike this podcast. Alright. Talking about gangsters on stupid fucking vehicles. (laughs) Let's talk about Huaka <laughs> and, and the SG Nasiloma Chat Administrator. Oh, I love I, oh, I love this news. Come on, tell us okay. tell us what's the, the tell us what happened. Okay, so SG Nasiloma Chat Administrator Jail fined over obscene material. Correct. He pled guilty to distributing obscene material, facilitating provisions of sexual services. This guy looks like a cross between Sean from Lords of Lobang and Dan and Dan Wong. Okay. <laughs> he's got that you you don't know whether this guy is 15 years old or 45 years old with his OS face but he has this pimply you know like the the acne complexion he looks exactly as you would think he would look yeah and his and his bad teeth and um he's like that that arrogant smirk uh, as he smirks to the you know the the court reporter or what so anyway his name is um Leong Tianwei his name is exactly as what you expect. Long Tianwei. Hey, Long Tianwei. Okay. So, SG Nasiloma Telegram Group is basically a group where they distribute sexual and pornographic material. Okay. Apparently, it costs 
By the way, we had a discussion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We had a discussion about this. It cost $30 to go in. And these two gentlemen in front of me, right, both Jerry and Dan, thought that with a with an active membership of a peak membership of forty four thousand, that the guy have only earned uh what is it hundred hundred and thirty thousand sing dollars. You don't have to tell our mistake to our entire. I, I listened to it. I'm just like, wait, hold up, hold up. I couldn't punch it into the calculator. It was actually one point three million dollars. Dan Wong still had the the fucking the audacity, right? The cheeks, ah, uh, the fucking butt cheeks, right? To just be like. John, I don't believe you. You are you you are trying to discredit <laughs> me, you son of a gun. And then he punches it and he's like, "Oh my god, it's real! Oh shit, it is over! Oh my god, are you ready to go to jail for one point three million? Okay, John, I, I don't think our audiences care about that. I think they care more about the fact that you know this gentleman earned one point three million dollars. Well, it's not it's not Leong Tianwei, by the way. Well, but we'll get to that. Okay, so let me continue reading the article. An administrator of the SG Nasilomak Telegram group was found with more than 11,000 obscene photo and videos on his devices. Leong Tenwei, 39, was jailed for 9 weeks and fined $26,000 yesterday. He pleaded guilty to 3 counts of distributing obscene material, 2 counts of facilitating the provision of sexual services, and 1 count of distribution, a possession of obscene films. Another 8 similar charges were taken into consideration. The father of 2 was unemployed at the time of his offences. Okay, so they received okay. they re, uh, police received thirty one reports against Ashley Nasiloma from March to October in twenty nineteen. The group was used as a platform to share obscene photos and videos, many of which are believed to be of Singaporean women. It was reported to have promoted vice activities too. The now defunct Telegram group chat group was created in November 2018 and had grown to more than 44,000 members at its peak with 29 administrators. Jerry, that time you were an active member of uh, SG Nasilabak. Tell us what happened in the Telegram group. I don't even have $30 to join. <laughs> 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 yeah, because you spent it on the Bolui Bolui shirt. Bolui, so I spent the Bolui shirt so I Bolui. Yeah. You look at the Bolui shirt and then the Telegram SG group. It's just like, I think the shirt is better. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can always masturbate to free porn on yeah, internet. Exactly, man. I don't need to masturbate to Singaporean women. It's just not worth the not worth the thirty bucks. Okay. So four suspects believed to be the administrators or users, including Leong, were arrested in poli- in a police operation on October 14, twenty nineteen. The police also seized his laptop and five phones. He initially un- he was initially uncooperative and refused to provide passwords or access codes for the devices. But he later provided the code for his account with the moniker Crazy Rich Asian. <laughs> wow. I think 1.3 million, yeah. I think Crazy Rich, yeah. Okay. Not bad, not bad. But the 1.3 million went to Huaka, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So John, talk- tell us about Huaka. So, talking about Huaka, so the court was told in 2016, Leong developed a close relationship with a vice worker he frequented. Basically, he fucked the whore many times. The woman introduced him to a man he came to know as Huaka for our non Chinese audience. That literally means flower bro. Okay? <laughs> Beef bro. Flower bro. <laughs> okay, la, the hua, I mean, it could be hua ke la, Right? It could be the hua ren the hua. But, okay, I digress. Oh, by the way, uh, there's a minister called hua tie also. Yeah. That's li bi hua. Li bi hua. Okay, so <laughs> Leong later collaborated with hua ke to promote content from a vice website on social media and in the SG Nasinoma chat group. He was paid about $300 to $800 each week. He also transmitted pornographic material in the group. So actually, uh, uh, this gentleman, Mr. Leong, right, has got some social media marketing experience, right? Because he's promoting Hua be, uh, services, 
right, as a pimp uh, on SG Nasi Lemak. So I think this this is like one of the funniest story because of Huaker. I mean, that the the only reason we are talking about this, right, is because because of the Monica Huaker, right. Then we're just like, just as Tony can be the bad guy when it comes to all animal related <laughs> stories, Huaker <laughs> can be now the bad guy, right, for all the sexual, sexual vice, yeah, sexual yeah. vice uh, related. Oh, stories. John, John, wait, you haven't told the audience the most important thing. While all four people, the founders, has been caught. Huaka is still at large. Yeah, yeah. Huaka, just like Tony. Just like Tony. Huaka is hasn't been called. We don't even know if Huaka is his real name. We okay. don't even know if Huaka is Tony. We don't even know if Huaka is real. <laughs> okay. There's so much we don't know. We don't know if Huaka is related to Jerry. <laughs> just as Josephine Teo. That that is We a... don't know if Huaka was at the Purple Parade in twenty eighteen. True, true. Yeah. We don't know if Walker was We don't know, we don't know if John was Walker. We don't Hawker. know if Dan Wong is Walker. Fuck off, I yeah. said it first. I said it first. <laughs> no, but I said it with more gusto and people will believe me more. <laughs> this is the oh, no you defense. Man. Guys, I don't have time to be a pimp, okay? Right? I can't even like manage my own life. How do you expect me to manage other people's lives? <laughs> You don't have to manage other people's lives. You just need to upload pornographic material and collect no, the one point three million. No, Parker is a pimp. He's like a pimp. You gotta like you know do pimp related stuff. You gotta have Excel sheets full of like oh tonight uh girl A is servicing client B, girl C is servicing client D. Remember to collect uh three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. Then collect, collect, collect. Then uh calculate by percentage. Then multiply. Then give the cut. Give the cut. Give the cut. John, I can't even calculate the 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 one point three million dollars properly. What makes you think? I can't calculate the cut of all I my girls. Walker, so, you you're, money, eh? so you're shortchanging the girls lah. I'm gonna be shortchanging <laughs> myself. I, will, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, every time I ask you to do artwork, right, you just like disappear, don't know where you are. Correct. I ask you for one artwork for one month already and then ask correct. Melinda to do... Ask Melinda to do... <laughs> <laughs> you know my pattern. <laughs> I did I took one look at the artwork, right? I instantly knew it wasn't you. Of course lah. Her style is unique right? Yes <laughs> I just I didn't even ask you I just instantly said Thank Melinda for me For making <laughs> for making my John Wong cat Look so fucking good Yeah it's really good It's pretty good She yeah. drew a good minigun Which you guys will see soon Yeah It was, it was very nice It's a great yeah, album I really really like it well. once, once again Thank you Melinda For slaving For the long time kitties <laughs> I, I There's I, I think we should Maybe treat her to lunch like one day. Yeah. Like, just as the long gang kid with, without Dan Wong there because that's his, his, her, we can't bring her boss along, right? This <laughs> mm. son of a gun is just treating her like, like shit. So anyway, Huaker, if you're out there, uh, we are very happy to have you on the podcast. Your relationship with Melinda is just as the relationship with Huaker <laughs> and his girls. Okay? <laughs> you're the you're the Huaker of the illustrator <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how many interns have you gone through already? Yeah, uh, I'll be like, "Hey, miss, you draw really well. You wanna help me out for a good cut of money?" Well, actually, you, your voice is very sexy. I hear in the headphones. Oh, wow, <laughs> make me steam. Uh. My purple dumbbells are, are twitching. Uh. <laughs> Tingling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I I just this story is just I just want to bring up Parker lah. Uh. So then, uh, then one was the one who suggested this story, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, Parker is." You know what? I was, I was just, just like go- randomly googling the people who are involved in the case or the oh, four oh, 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 okay. who were charged, and I found this old Dikosh tweet 
that did not age well. You guys want to hear it? Okay, yeah, yeah. say yeah. it. SG Nasi Lemak. LOL. Can you pick a better name? Sick. Porn not enough, man. What else do you want? Insatiable man, eh? Seriously? Offense fully intended. Some men are pigs. Oh. They are not aged well. Right, right. Because Dikosh himself was involved in some shit, wasn't he? Oh, shit. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, actually. Some men are pigs, lah. Basically. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yes. That might be religiously sensitive, by the way. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You better wear a tudong tonight, you. Uh, yeah, I'll wear it to sleep. <laughs> hey, so all those people who got kicked out of the SG Nasi Lemak group, where, what do you think is the new group that has sprung up? I don't know. There has to be. <laughs> SG Laksa. 928 Laksa. <laughs> <laughs> do not taint the name of 928 Laksa, okay? It is pure and it is awesome. 928 Laksa boy. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm asking you guys because I, I, I genuinely think you know. So do you mind telling me? I really don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Fuck lah, there's free porn everywhere. You want me to pay for porn, man? Yeah. Hey, you, you pay for the OnlyFans, huh? I already call you a simp, really. You want me to go and pay for porn? Like, what the fuck? That's, so, that's the dumbest idea ever. That I don't care. I don't care how great you think Singaporean women are, right? They're not worth $30 to go and see naked. Not a single one of them. Not a single one. Un- unless it's Janet L. Man hands. <laughs> With Janelle. man hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna get so cancelled. Oh, I wish Angie was here to rein us in. I wish there was a woman's touch to this podcast. No lah, Angie, Angie will just be like, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to join the, the new group to win just to see what happened for research purposes. <laughs> She's very open about all these things. She definitely that's will. True, that's yeah, true, that's true, that's true. I think she will want to join. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my take on, on her. She will join it. Then, you know, her $30 will become like $3,000 because she will go and write yeah, a she'll, comic. Yeah, she'll draw a comic about it. Then, <laughs> you know, well, Instagram then so the, the, the title of coming is my Lassiloma experience yeah, yeah. the $30 is not you know for, for most people $30 is going and fab right you lose even more other $30 but for her it's a investment straight up gain man yeah straight up gain it's straight up investment yo it seems like Vice is always the most profitable when you are the guy that's starting it ha <sighs> they're yeah. getting ideas now huh yeah, man, I want to get involved in the vice trade somehow. Okay. You should, you should think of a magical moment, right? That is something to a do. A religion with that. based on vice. A religion based on vice. Yeah. Isn't that just called Catholicism? Oh shit! <laughs> okay, this one you better cut. The, <laughs> the shock silence. Everybody, see, see Jerry just like his, his eyes open and his mouth turned into oh shit, right? Without making the sound. <laughs> As he, made, as he made the oh shit right I made the oh shit sound for him John, I say a lot of shit about ministers like, that's no problem but you can't say shit about you can't say shit about other people's religions you can't do that on this podcast all, all the 300 episodes that we did will be thrown to dust your ISA intern will come running out of the room you know with you know a sheaf of paper running to his officer and then you know they will mobilise the SWAT team and all we're dead we'll be dead you can't oh, do but that Singapore, Singapore Catholicism is different we are totally above board and we are above the law and blah blah blah, blah. not above the law sorry <laughs> we are with the law yeah, yeah. following the law yep okay. yep okay um, Dan Wong yes sir give me a magical moment okay <clears throat> You're okay. just thinking about it now, aren't you? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So it. imagine this, okay? You're walking down the street. You just had a delicious meal. You know, you're going home to your beautiful wife. Bam! Bam! Something heavy and hard hits you at the back of your head. You fall down on the ground. You look up. You see it's a ninja. Bam! Hits you again on the head with a brick. And then you, you go unconscious. And when you wake up, you find yourself strapped to this most interesting concoction. First things first, ah. Uh, 
your body is entirely immobile. And then, uh, you know, like a, uh, like a, like a, those squatting toilets, your head, uh, is now, like, in the middle of the toilet. So basically, you know, the part where there's water is now your head. You have been turned <laughs> into a human toilet. Okay. <laughs> so you are like, imagine your, your, your face is looking out from the toilet, okay? But the rest of your body cannot move. So after that, right? you scream in rage and pain and despair right <laughs> Mo- Moses Lim the actor comes <laughs> out to you he's like eh I finally caught you <laughs> now I'm going to pull at your face and he he starts taking down his pants and you see his gross like flap cheek buttocks what will you say okay to save yourself from becoming a human toilet for Moses Lim so only okay I describe the situation even further okay the only thing that you can move is your your eyes, your mouth. Mm. You know, you can breathe and so everything. So basically, it's like that. Like. Yes, yes, yes. Basically, your face is where the water will Correct. be. Correct, correct. Okay. Uh, instantly, <laughs> Moses Lim is Tan Atek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's good. Just trigger the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> what? How's that going to help you get out of it? No, no, no. I... I hope I hope he kills me. Then I die. <laughs> Drown and shit. Drown and shit. Why 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 are you doing the same self? Why I want to be a human toilet for water slim for the rest of my life? What the fuck? Oh I'll say I can't imagine a fit wor- I can imagine a fit worse than death and that's it, man. God, that's- I'm so sorry. I I I I I And also my heart hurts. <laughs> I think I'm getting a stroke. <laughs> I don't know CPR. I don't know my chest hurts a lot. Oh. You need to rely on Jerry, the, the 200 year old medic. Jerry, you're a medic, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you ever laughed so hard that your chest hurts? What the fuck's going on? I man? don't know. It's very painful. Holy shit. No, I'm just thinking of like being a, becoming a human toilet for Moses name. And then I, he's For a moment, I thought you were trying to get us to live out your N- NUS fantasies. What? <laughs> Don't be laugh anymore. NUS go toilet pig at girls, you know. I thought you were trying to live out a fantasy. No, okay. At least if it's like a reasonably looking, good looking lady, uh, I still re- maybe willing to do it for like a week or so. Uh, but I'm sorry, you, you're willing to get shat on if it was a pretty girl. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to be a human toilet, then that's the best of the situation. Yeah. At least I look at the, you know, at least I can look at the like beautiful buttocks and, and, uh, and beef curtains, right? <laughs> Other than looking at the hairy hairy balls and ass crack of Moses Lim. You get a full blast of terror <laughs> to the face. What? He's very full. That one has gone mad. I don't even know how to edit this anymore. Yeah, I should, I, should I keep the laughs or don't keep the laughs? You should edit it all the way. I'm crying on I have no oh idea what's going on with them. Oh, my chest hurts so much. <laughs> Jerry, you haven't Jerry, given your answer yeah, yet. I haven't given your answer yet. Yeah. It's not as funny as John's. Right? But the moment he take off his pants and squat yes. down, I can say things, right? Yes. Yeah, he can, right? Like, that's the only thing I can do to kind of, yes. like, disrupt him, right? Just before he wants to uh, go, Katoa, 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 Katoa! Okay. Yeah. So okay. hopefully he'll run away. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, a cockroach runs out of the gloom and he, he takes it up and he eats it and then he proceeds to sit over you. 
Then GG uh. I will try to strike some deal with him where I give him a lot. I will beg for my life and try to tell him that oh, I, I will give you anything your heart's desire. As a toilet? <laughs> I, I will show you a Belle Delphine uncensored. Dot com. <laughs> oh my god. With with the with the simp money you have sent uh, Belle Delphine Correct. via, via Correct. OnlyFans, right? Okay guys, I'm very sorry. I apologize for the hypothetical, but it's just that I, I was browsing the internet when I saw a picture of a human toilet that <laughs> gave me ideas. <laughs> you know when you're surfing on the internet, sometimes you go to dark places. And it almost gave you a heart attack. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I almost gave you a heart attack. <laughs> you think it's very funny if you become a human toilet. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it's terrifying. Eh? Yeah, exactly. It's terrifying and funny. It's like human centipede, but kind of worse. Okay, and with that, that shall be the end of today's <laughs> episode. Thank you all for listening in and entertaining our fucking non-stop nonsense. Please do like, share, subscribe, comment, follow, whatever. Join the Discord. It's full-on madness. Dan Wong is gonna. Dan Wong has promised me that he'll be there more regularly. If you want to join the Discord, just private message us on Facebook or on Instagram. And with that, that shall be the end of the episode. Thank you all for listening in and we shall see you next time. Hooray! Bye! Bye!